Welcome to another episode of the Nerdy Fanatic Podcast. Hello, anybody home? Hey, and here is your host, Logan Dean. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Nerdy Fanatic Podcast. I am here joined with my best friend, Jacob. Jacob, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing really good. I'm really glad to finally have someone on the podcast with me. Uh, If you guys don't know, the first two episodes kind of went over what the podcast was about, and this is going to be our first official episode where we actually talk about a topic during the whole time. Uh, Jacob, if you want to kind of start by introducing yourself and uh, giving everyone your Instagram handle or any place you want them to follow you on social media, that's fine. And uh, if not, just just kind of tell us everybody about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my name is uh, Jacob, um, 20, 20 something. Uh, I'm a Gemini. Uh, I've known Logan, um, give or take 10 plus years. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. All right, cool. So, um, Jacob, I've kind of talked to you a little bit about uh, what this episode was going to be about before we started. But for everybody at home that doesn't know, we are going to be doing two or three different sections today. Um, The first section is going to be over the MCU. We're going to talk about She-Hulk Episode 8 that just came out uh, last night, this morning. Uh, We'll pretty much give our opinions on what we like and what we don't like. Uh, We're going to go into the current state of the MCU, uh, what we're excited about, things that we don't like. Um, Deadpool 3 that was just announced we're going to kind of give our opinions on that and I have some cool theories uh, about Deadpool and uh, Wolverine actually so I'm excited to get to that point Um, pretty much just a bunch of Marvel stuff we're going to go into uh, fantastic forecasting uh, werewolf by night and uh, yeah stuff like that and then the second topic that we are going to be doing is um, sports specifically uh, 49ers football this week now Jacob isn't a very big sports uh, sports fan but uh, that's fine because uh, he's going to be going on a trip with me for my birthday to North Carolina where we're going to watch a game so I'm going to kind of incorporate him into the conversation that way so Jacob don't worry I know you're not super into football we'll go through this together All right, so as I said, the first topic is going to be the MCU, and let's first get into She-Hulk Episode 8, which I said just came out last night. Jacob, what was your overall first impression of this episode, and how would you compare it to the rest of the episodes in the the show? Um, I enjoyed it. I, I liked it up until the end. Oh, up until the end? Yeah. Oh, that see, that's interesting because the ending was actually like one of my favorite parts about it. I see. I mean, nah, it was cool, but it's just I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, I um, I appreciated the fact that like this episode felt like they were actually. I I don't want to say they haven't been trying because I thoroughly enjoyed the show, but this episode specifically felt like they were actually trying, and it felt like what I wish this whole show would have been. Like I felt like the story of this this episode was really well done. And I feel like the Deadpool, or not Deadpool, but Daredevil, um, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff was really well done. Like, I was worried about how they were going to bring him over from the Netflix universe into the MCU. And I didn't know if they would be able to keep the same tone with him while also going a little bit more comedic. 
thick like the MC typically yeah. is. But when they did that hallway scene with Daredevil, I was super excited because it felt just like the show on Netflix, but kind right. of like Disney style. Yeah, I did like that part. Um, what did you cool. think of um, what did you think of uh, uh, Leapfrog, mm, the great the see, great Marvel character? See, uh, I don't know too much about him from the comics. I don't even know if he's actually in the comics. So I was like, oh, he got what he deserved. Yeah, he he definitely is in the comics, and I, they changed some things about him. But I, I thought it was funny, and I thought that it really worked for the way that this show is and with the style of um, of She-Hulk, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So the thing that excited me the most about this episode, though, was not Daredevil, actually. It was um, – so there's been a She-Hulk theory that I've had uh, since the episode I, – I forgot what episode it was. Probably episode four where they try to, like, uh, beat her up and take her blood, you know? And mm-hmm. – um, I've had a theory that they're pretty much trying to get her blood to recreate a Hulk, which everyone kind of knew that already. But I think that they're going in the direction of Red Hulk. And Mm -hmm. I think that this episode teased it in a way that they could, you know, oh, we didn't mean to tease it. We were just kind of joking because everybody wants it. But I I think they are actually – huh? Hulk King. Yeah. I I think they are going in that direction though because if you noticed at the end with the – like the award ceremony when they showed the video um the guys in the video were wearing like red masks that kind of looked like like a face and like i know that you know it's not super like obvious that it's red hulk i just think that the fact that she name dropped red hulk and the fact that they're wearing red masks and trying to duplicate hulk i i think that's where we're ultimately going next episode who is red hulk uh, Red Hulk has been played, not played, but Red Hulk has been a bunch of different people. Um, I know that one of the main, like, well-known versions of Red Hulk is actually Thunderbolt Ross, which um, they obviously can't do that because the actor that played his character uh, passed away a couple months ago. Um, but I know that they were trying to recast uh, Harrison Ford as Thunderbolt Ross, but there's nothing, anything new on that right now. And I doubt that they would introduce him as the character in this show. So I think it'll probably end up just being some random guy that takes it on. I, I don't exactly know all the like iterations of Red Hulk, but that, that yeah. that's what I think. Okay. I remember him playing on, like, I remember playing him on that incredible Hulk games. So I was like, who is, who is he? Cause I thought he was like another version of Bruce Banner. Yeah. I, I'm, I actually have some theories about Bruce Banner too. Like, you know, he went uh, back to Sakaar. At least that's where we're assuming he's going uh, on that ship during the uh, episode, end of episode one, end of episode two, one or the other. Um, And there's a couple like people thinking that, oh, he's going back because he found out that while he was there, he actually had a child. And uh, I think that that's a possibility because that's the way they kind of do it in the comics. But I also mm-hmm. think there's a very good chance that he was um, he was tricked into going back. So that way they would have no issues um, getting Jen's blood and that they could essentially replace the Hulk while he's gone without him knowing it. Mm-hmm. I think that's something they could be doing. And I really think it's going to tie into uh, the Thunderbolts uh, movie as well that's coming up, I think, in phase five at the end, I believe. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so uh you excited about the finale? Um I don't know. It's uh, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. 
I'm what just... what didn't you like about the end? Because I know earlier you said up until the end you really liked the episode. That uh, she got, I don't know. It was just con- it was confusing, not confusing, but it was like I don't know. I, I guess I expected more from the the anti She Hulk people. Yeah, I yeah, I fight. Can... Yeah, I, I can see fight. that. I th- I think that they're. Ho- I'm hoping. I don't want to say that I think that's going to happen, but I'm hoping they end up having the big fight uh, next episode. But I've been kind of let down by some of the Marvel show finales, so I'm hoping they don't do that here. Um, mm, I I thought that their plan was a little bit lackluster as well. But I did like that she added her first um, her first name to a little black book. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. The spicy daredevil. I, uh, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. He's got some game. His first... Uh, Daredevil's first real appearance in the MCU, and he already clapped some Hulk cheeks. <laughs> Still waiting to feel the thunder. <laughs> Transition into the current state of the MCU and how we feel about what they're building up towards. Because I know that um, when me and Jacob went to see Multiverse of Madness back in May, mm-hmm. um, we that was one of the movies we were looking forward to more than I think any other movie in the MCU. And I think yep. that because of what they were building it up to be and because of what we were wanting from it, we were pretty let down. At least I was. I know Jacob had some problems too, but I know I was really let down by Multiverse of Madness. The only problem I had was at the end. That's it. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like, because I, I, we had a long conversation about this after the movie of that. Uh, we were hoping that Multiverse of Madness would open up the MCU and we would start to see the direction that Phase 4 is going. And we just never did. Like, they really didn't do anything. It was way more self-contained than I expected it to be. Yeah, I agree. Um, I wanted to see more multiverses, you know? But Yeah, if you're going to call a movie Multiverse of Madness, man, you gotta you got to show more than what they did. Right. I, I didn't like that little sequence they had before they went to where the Illuminati was. Yeah. That's all we got. And I feel like that fans lately have been like complaining about the MCU Phase 4 because a lot of the properties have felt really disconnected from each other. And I get that's how it was. That's how it was back in Phase 1. But we didn't know any of these characters back in phase one. Like we were completely new to the MCU as a whole. So like it made sense. But like the way it's been going, I feel like, okay, um, I like that we're getting individual movies that are more self-contained, but we're expecting this to be connected and you're not connecting it. What is going on? And I think that's why Kevin Feige revealed so much at Mm Comic-Con and D23 because fans were starting to get restless and he had to do something and pretty much play pay uh play PR and try to clean up the mess, you know. Yeah, that saved it. Yeah. I will say though that She-Hulk feels like um but uh She-Hulk and Miss um Miss Marvel have felt like the two most connected shows so far. Like I feels like they've expanded the MCU more than the other ones have, especially with Moon Knight cuz that one felt really really self-contained. And yeah. um, with, you know, Miss Marvel, we got the the name drop of her being a mutant, essentially. And then with this, yep. we've now um, we've now got Daredevil and we've uh, got more of the Hulks now. And we know that we're leading up to probably Thunderbolts and and all of that situation. And we're obviously seeing more heroes now because like a lot mm-hmm. of the smaller heroes, which I think is really yeah. cool. 
like the vampire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, I don't know. I, I think they're starting to correct their course a little bit now. I think COVID really screw up, uh, screwed up the plan, and I think mm-hmm. that's ultimately probably what was wrong. Especially WandaVision. Yeah, because WandaVision was supposed to be released way sooner than it was. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to have more to it, too. Yeah, same with, um, uh, what was it, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I know that there was a whole storyline they cut out of Falcon and the Winter Soldier that was uh, about a like sickness that was going around. And, oh, yeah. and that's why the, you remember, uh, what's her name, the lady that the main antagonist girl, the lady she looked up to, you know, who died? Mm-hmm. Um, there was a whole storyline with her getting this sickness. And that was one of the reasons that they were stealing these vaccines was to try to save her. And I get it that they were trying to be sensitive with COVID and they didn't want to, you know, do that during this time. But I feel like it really took away from that, uh, that show, in my opinion. Yeah. Cause I feel like to me, the person just came out of nowhere that died. Like, why should we care that she died? Yeah. I, was she? I, yeah. I didn't care at all that she died. And I know that sounds bad, but I just, I didn't. So let's move on to the future of the MCU. Cause now we're kind of, you know, we're not really super happy with the state that it's in right now, just cause they haven't given us a lot, but one movie that I am absolutely stoked about, and they just released another trailer the other day and that's black Panther Wakanda forever. Jacob, mm. what are your, what are your thoughts on that? And what are your thoughts on that trailer that just came out? I'm excited. Um, ready to see who who gonna be Black Panther? You know, you never know. You know, some people have theories that it's Shuri, but you know, not too Shuri. You know, until you watch it. But I I know I'm gonna go dressing all white. You know, just you know support Chadwick Boseman. But then you know after that after they do the little funeral scene, then I'm switching my clothes. You know, to my African attire. So you know, I'm, it's gonna be lit. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm definitely going to see the movie with you now. <laughs> we'll see no display yeah i i am really excited for it like i said and same with jacob like i i think there's a lot of theories who the new black panther is going to be and i i think ultimately and i i talked to jacob about this the other day i think ultimately it's going to be shuri at least at some point because during the trailer there's a shot of the black panther at the end of the suit and it's got the uh, facial markings that she has when she's in the first movie and she's in the battle. They have the gauntlets and the facial markings that match what she usually wears. So mm-hmm. I think there's a good chance that it's going to be Shuri. But I also think uh, I was watching a TikTok the other day. And in that trailer, if you pause it for a quick second, um, I, I can't remember what part it was on. And we I'll find it for you later. But there's a part where you pause it and there's another Black Panther in the background. And it's a completely different suit. So I don't know if it's going to be like, oh, Shuri's upgrading her suit and going from one suit to the other by the end of the movie. Or if there's going to be different people wearing the suit, like M'Baku or Okoye. You know, like I think that there's a chance that we see multiple people wear the suit. But I think ultimately Shuri will be the final, the final Black Panther. Yeah, I, I can see that. Maybe Nakia. That see, I I feel like that's the obvious choice in my opinion. Like I feel like if you're wanting to go for the with someone who has the experience and the training to like fight and protect Wakanda, I think she makes a lot more sense than Shuri. But I also understand that it's Shuri's birthright to take on that mantle, and I like Shuri. I like the character, and I, I kind of hope that it's it's her just for the sake of them continuing what they did in the comics. Yeah, I could see it being her. 
Yeah. So we actually got to get our tickets because, you know, they went on sale like last week. And God knows if we don't get them soon, we are not going to get them at all. I know because we got like four weeks before it comes out. Mm hmm. Man, I'm so I'm so I'm so excited for new MCU content. And then in February, we get um into the no, we get uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's in February. Yeah, I, I, man. And a version of the trailer that they showed at uh, D23 leaked online. And I, I, I tried not to watch it only because it's like someone's phone in the audience and it's like not clear. But Little Mermaid. The li- huh? I say like the Little Mermaid. Yeah. But the little bit of it I've seen, Kang looks so menacing. And I'm so excited to see him finally like properly done. So what is he known for? Is is he like the one that conquers the multiverse or something? Uh, yeah. So he has different like lineages and like different like aliases, I guess you could say. So mm-hmm. like as you've seen in Loki, um, he who remains, or is that yeah, that's who he was at the end Loki. Yeah. So that that's a variant mm-hmm. of Kang who kind of is like at the end of the timeline and. And pretty much does what he did in Loki, where he he monitors everything and tries to keep it the way he wants it to be. And then you have, um, I don't want to butcher the name, and I don't remember it completely by memory. But you also have one, a version of Kang that is like a um, like an Egyptian like uh, pharaoh, and mm-hmm. he essentially like is very closely connected to um, the first mutant ever, um, Apocalypse. Mm. which so he kind of like has his feet and everything and then you have uh obviously traditional king the conqueror who wears the green suit with like the blue helmet and stuff like that and and purple I, face. yeah i'm pretty sure that's the one we're getting in ant-man and the wasp quantum mania yeah. and from what i've seen of it it looks like they're doing that style that could be done really badly if they don't do it right it looks like they're doing it right so i'm excited about that all right, uh, that was weird. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed it or not, but we had a little technical difficulty with uh, Jacob's connection to the studio or something. I don't, I don't know. It was, it was weird. Mm-hmm. Blame it on me. <laughs> it, it could have been me. You're right, honestly, because I'm using a hotspot right now. Yeah. But anyways, like, like I was, uh, like I was saying about Kang, um, he's also a super like descendant. I want to say like great, great, great grandson of Reed Richards. Uh, that's also like who Kang is. So kind of like talking about Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four. Um, mm. Were you at all disappointed with the fact that they um, that they didn't announce any of the casting at D23? Um, yeah, I don't, I want to know who's who is going to be, what to expect. I hope they do a cast announcement soon, or maybe hear something from Ant Man and the Wasp. So I'm just yeah. From what I uh, from what I've seen, so now that the director's officially announced, and that which they did at D23, um, there was a report about two weeks ago that said that they were casting now, but I don't believe that. I think that they've already had their cast chosen. And that they're just kind of going through the final process right now. So I think we'll probably hear something in the next couple of weeks, I would say. Um, I got some theories on who I think will be cast. Um, Do you have any that you want to? Huh? (laughs) I said you do. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have any any theories on people that you think should be cast that you want to talk about? Or do you want me to go first? 
Um, I think I want to well, with the Invisible Woman. I, I think because Amelia Clark, they said that Amelia Clark was supposed to be in a Marvel movie, but we never figured out which Marvel movie that was. So I, I think she's gonna be Invisible. Woman. I don't know. I think we might have. I'm not a hundred percent sure. The you know the she's the queen of dragons or the mother of dragons. Think you know she's uh, you know she can she can't be burned. So I, I think she'd be a good um. Invisible Woman, but I don't have any theories for the thing. It could be anybody, honestly, as long as I get that voice right. Um, for Johnny Storm, it has to be somebody that's kind of funny, but you know, have a they have that like a, a sexual appeal. Um, I'm more excited about the the X Men casting, though. Yeah, that's something that I'm really excited about too. Um, so I actually did just look it up. Amelia Clark is playing somebody named Abigail Brand in the Secret Invasion show. Um, Which, that's kind of disappointing, because I, I was hoping she would be Sue Storm as well. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but if not her, then the girl that was in, um, The New Mutants. Oh, you're talking about, uh, Anna Taylor-Joy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she God, she's such a good actress, and that that would be a really good casting too. Uh, that she's pretty young though, isn't she? She's like early twenties. Uh, I think she she looks younger than her age. I think. Yeah. Cause she was in Split Glass, so she 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 has to be at least over twenty. Yeah, I think Close the first 30. movie I seen her in was that movie, The Witch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's the same age as us. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, I I mean I. I don't have any problems with anything you've said at all. Um, I have, I, as you know, I have a lot of there. There's casting that I've been talking about for the past like two or three weeks that like I'm stuck on and really want. And I don't want to say I'll be sad if it's not these actors and actresses, but I kind of will be. Um, as you know, Jacob, for uh, Reed Richards, I've had uh, Penn Badgley as the guy that I want to play him. And if you guys don't know, that's um, the guy who plays Joe from the series you. you on Netflix. Yeah. Which is a fantastic show. You guys should watch it if you haven't. Yeah. I have to check it out soon. Wait, you have not, have you not watched it? Mm-mm, no. Oh, wow. You got, it's such a good show. You have to check it out. And yeah, then the for, new coming out. Yeah. I think the new season, they don't have an official release date yet. Do they? I think it's the 19th of, that might be American Horror Story, but I think it's, no way, it comes out in uh, February next year, I forgot, yeah. Okay, man, they're still a long ways away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Penn Badgley for Reed Richards, um, for Sue Storm, I really, I know that people will probably laugh at this pick, but I really like Melissa Benoist for her, or however you pronounce her last name, the girl exactly. who played Supergirl. Mm, okay, and I, I think see that. she's a She's about the same age as um, Penn Badgley, I believe, or maybe maybe a little bit younger. Um, but I, I think that she would fit that character pretty well. Um, for Johnny Storm, I think uh, Joe Keery, I think that's how you pronounce it, from um, Stranger Things. He's um, he's the one that plays Steve. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. I like that pick. Yeah, I, I think he would be a good character. Like He's got that appeal for some reason. And he's also got the um, ability to do, you know, comedy and joking and taking jabs here and there. 
Yeah. Okay. I was like, what's he talking about? <laughs> yeah. I and then you. the final one for Ben. <laughs> the thing. Or, or the thing. Uh, this one I wasn't on board with at first when I heard the rumor, but I've slowly become a lot more on board with it. And this is actually my pick now. Um, is Jason Siegel actually. And that's the actor from uh, How I Met Your Mother. He played Marshall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'll that. I, I think that he could fit that role pretty well. I, I don't you, know if... Mm-hmm. What was that? I was going to say, remember when they said that Ted was going to be um, Reed Richards? Oh, yeah. That, when really? did, that was a while ago, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard, well, they fan-casted him. As, um, oh, gotcha. There's been so many of them. Like, I like John Krasinski in Multiverse of Madness, but now that I've seen him and I'm as excited about him and I'm kind of just like, eh, you, you can move on and we can use someone else now. Like, Pin Badgley has really taken the spotlight for me in being Reed Richards just because I feel like he can pull off that. Reed Richards isn't a sociopath, but he kind of has sociopathic characteristics. He's got um, extreme narcissism and, like, he essentially, like, cares about his work and his work only and he typically distanced himself from like loved ones and stuff mm-hmm. and i think that i think pin badgley can play that pretty well and i think he looks fairly similar to like what a reed Richards would look like yeah i can see it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah so we don't know any more about fantastic four um but yeah that those are our fan castings and now well, the last thing we can't forget about dr doom who, who do we think should be dr oh. doom yeah, I don't know how I forgot Doctor Doom, one of my favorite characters. Um, so this one might be a little out there. I'll give you my who I think it'll be, and who I want it to be. Castings. Who I would love for it to be is the actor. I think it's Cillian Murphy, is how it's pronounced, or Killian Murphy. And I can't think off the top of my head what he laid in so I could give an example. But that's who I would love it to be. Jacob, who would you like it to be? Honestly, I don't know. I I, I, don't, I want to see somebody um, different play him. Um, let me think. Who, who, who gives me those vibes? Uh, I don't know. I can't think of anybody. I can see him. But yeah, I think he would fit really well. Um, who I think they're going to end up casting, though... And I think it'll shock everybody because they've had this character pegged for a lot of like Superman related characters in the MCU. I, I think that it'll end. I think it'll end up being Henry Cavill. Now, I, I think Henry Cavill has the ability to like give off that strong villain vibe, like he did in um, what was that movie that he was just recently in a couple years ago, where he had to have the mustache, and that's one of the reasons that that impossible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mission Impossible. Yeah, um, I think that he played a really good villain in that. So I, I feel like he could pull off the role, and he's like he he's big bodied, so he could like be that brooding, like that brooding rich like ruler of this country. You know. Yeah, I could see him playing him. Uh, he could. He has a scary looking face. Yeah. See, I I think it would work. I think it would work. I think yeah. that's who it'll be, just because he's been in talks with the MCU for a long time now. Really quick, I want to talk about uh, the Werewolf by Night special that comes out tonight, I think, at like 2 a.m. 
And that is something I'm extremely excited about. And Jacob, we need to watch that as soon as possible and get on here and do some kind of re- quick review over that. Just because like, I think that's going to connect a lot of things that people aren't expecting. Okay. I watch it tomorrow, tomorrow night. Yeah, oh wait, that, we're gonna be driving tomorrow night. True. We'll we'll find a way to get on here and do this. So don't worry, we'll we'll do a review as soon as possible. But yeah. I, I think it's gonna open a lot of multiverse stuff because, like, as I told you, uh, Man Thing is in it, and he kind of like guards the nexus of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's gonna be a lot of stuff learned from this episode. Or this special. I don't really know if it's a movie, if it's like an hour. I don't I don't really know anything about it, to be honest, other than the yeah. little bit of the trailer. Right, because I wouldn't even... I thought it was a movie myself. Yeah, I just know that they're, they're marketing it as a special. And I know that they're trying to go off of like how... You know the old, um, old school black and white horror specials that would be on TV? Mm-hmm. I know they're trying to do it like that, so I don't really know how long those were. So I guess we'll just have to see. I'll check tonight... And see how long it is, and then maybe we can kind of plan around that earlier tomorrow or something, maybe, and try to get yeah. it lot. IMDb is saying it's fifty-four minutes long. Okay, so that's not too bad. That's about a full-length episode of something. Yeah, like like you said, late night special. Yeah, that, yeah, that's not bad. But yeah, we'll try to do that as soon as possible. And then the last thing related to the MCU is going to be the Deadpool announcement. Um, where Ryan Reynolds posted on his social media two different videos about um, Deadpool 3 officially in production and Mm -hmm. Hugh Jackman coming back as Wolverine. Now, as a X-Men fan and as a Fox X-Men fan, uh, I'm just exactly like, I'm ecstatic that Hugh Jackman is back. Um, I'm hoping he doesn't come back permanently. I I hope this is kind of just like a one or two time thing and that the MCU gets its own Wolverine, but I'm excited. What about you? I guess I'll have to wait and see how he plays out in the movie because I thought Logan was going to be the last movie that we've seen to him. Yeah. From what Ryan Reynolds was saying is that they're not going to mess with that. They're not going to mess with the ending of Logan. Um, And I I went back and watched Deadpool 2 two nights ago, I want to say. And at the end of that, you know, there's a little joke. You've seen Deadpool 2, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at the end of Deadpool 2... Deadpool has like that time travel watch now and he goes back in time and changes a lot of things. Like one of them being, he goes to the X-Men origins movie and kills the awful version of Deadpool that they have there. And he tells Wolverine, you know, someday you're going to hang up the claws, but, um, which is going to make a lot of fans unhappy. But if your old pal Deadpool comes back and asks you to get in the saddle one more time, you got to say yes or something like something along those lines. So yeah. I, I think that if they bring this Wolverine in, well, they obviously are. I think it's going to be one from a different timeline, considering that Deadpool can time travel now. I don't think it'll be the the one from the Logan timeline. Yeah, I don't think so either. Maybe it'll be like um, maybe the one from the 1997, like they did with um, Multiverse of Madness with uh, Professor X. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, and th- with the de aging technology they have now, if they wanted to use a l- younger version of Logan, they could do that with no problem for one movie. Yeah, you know? just use his voice. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Now, I got to talk about this just because I know when I when we were writing the show notes the other night, uh, we had a little group note thing going on the iPhones, and I wrote something on there, 
And Jacob, you had written something in response to like, huh? Or something like that. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I okay. See it. So what I was, uh, what I was implying. And if you guys don't know, um, obviously in Spider-Man, no way home, there was a spell that erased anybody in the universe and other multiverses ever like knowledge that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. And so that means even Doctor Strange doesn't know that Peter Parker Spider-Man. Wong doesn't know Peter Parker Spider-Man. Scarlet Witch doesn't know that Peter Parker Spider-Man. At least I don't mm-hmm. think. I don't think she does. I, she might, but I don't think so. I, and, think, I think it's possible. The way she travels think, through different yeah. multiverses, I think she might know it now. But probably when True. the spell wasn't cast, she probably didn't know. Yeah. And what I'm thinking is, so we're going to get a Marvel MCU Wolverine at some point, I imagine. One that's casted specifically for the MCU. I'm hoping Taron Edgerton, but that's besides the point. And if you've watched um, X-Men Days of Future Past, and you've watched or read any Marvel comics about the X-Men, or know anything about the House of M storyline, in House of M, Wanda essentially erases all mutants from existence and all memory of mutants from existence. And the only character that's left is Wolverine, and he's the only one that remembers that mutants existed. Now he the he can remember that mutants existed because his healing ability, his healing factor, and his like just something with his mutant ability allows his mind to keep up with whatever's like attacking parts of it and stuff like that. Same way with um, Days of Future Past, he was the only one that could go back in time in that movie because his mind could regenerate fast enough to allow him to survive the trip to the past. So. Mm. If that's the case, and he could survive House of M, where mutants got erased from existence completely, then surely his mind is strong enough and capable of getting past the spell that said Peter Parker was Spider-Man, right? Right. At least that that's, that's what I'm thinking. It's not like a really important big thing. I, I just feel like he's got to remember, at least if he knew who Spider-Man was at all, like if he watched TV. Because obviously the Wolverine in the MCU has no clue who Spider-Man is personally. But anybody watching the news would have seen who it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. Jacob has just informed me that I forgot something on the notes, which he is correct. I had uh, just a statement I wanted to make, I guess. Because um, we were talking about uh, – I was talking with some friends the other day about Miles Morales and if I think he was going to be introduced into the MCU soon. And I really hope so. And I was kind of thinking about who I thought would be casted. Well, I've heard from some like different um, like sources on YouTube and on TikTok and other places like that, that at all the Marvel premieres, typically characters that are eventually going to be in the Marvel movies, they start showing up. And according to these sources, Miles Brown has been at like the last six or seven different Marvel premieres. And as of right now, he's not connected to anything to do with Marvel. So it's weird that they're they're inviting him. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. that maybe they kind of have him lined up to be the Miles Morales in this next Spider-Man trilogy. I, I don't know. That's just kind of a theory I had. Have you seen any other young actors that were at premieres? Maybe they're doing like something with the Young Adventures. They, they could be. Yeah, yeah. That That's, that's very true. Because I know Young Avengers is definitely coming with uh, us having like Kate Bishop and um, – Isaiah Bradley's uh, grandson and stuff like that. They're definitely going in that direction. But all right, we're done there. We're done with that. I'm sorry, Jacob. I forgot that. And uh, yeah, let's move on. 
So um, let's talk about this game that uh, they know about because I talked about it. Uh, me and Jacob are going to North Carolina in like what? Less than 24, almost 24 hours from now. Mm-hmm. We are going to be um, driving to North Carolina with my aunt and my sister and her husband. And my mom was going to meet us there and we're going to go see the 49ers play the Carolina Panthers. Now, Jacob, you've never been to a football game outside of like a high school game, right? Correct. Yeah, so this is going to be a really cool experience for Jacob, I think. Um, As someone who's not super into sports like he is, I I think that being at the game and feeling the energy of the crowd and the hype that it brings, I Mm -hmm. I think this could be something that really turns you like on to, okay, I got to go to another one one day. These are fun. I got to do this. I got to do this. Because that's one of the things that really won me over was I've always been a football fan. But just going to that first game and feeling that energy was just insane. It was amazing. Yeah, I will say I prefer like live games than sitting on sitting down and watching it on TV. Yeah, definitely. It's just it's just more fun. There's a lot more uh, energy that you can feel that you can't get from the TV. Right. Exactly. Like you can feel like um, like the bleachers rumbling when the fans are going crazy. Yeah, it, it's insane, and, like, you don't realize how truly large those stadiums are until you're actually in one. Like, it's insane how big they are. Hurt that the night before, we're going to hopefully be attending some invasion parties in North Carolina for the 49ers fan base, and we are also going to be tailgating the next day. Um, I believe it's at um, Charlotte Hub is what the bar's name, so if you guys are listening to this and you are out in Charlotte, uh, come by and say hi, because that'll be fun. Um, and yeah, we're probably going to be tipsy most of the weekend. So uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. Yeah, I'm excited to drive. Now, drink. something something that Jacob's not at the same not time, though. You're not going to drink and drive it? Wow. Yeah, we, we, we do not condone drinking and driving. Just letting everyone know that now. Uh-huh. Moving on. Now, Jacob, I know that you hear me complaining about Jimmy Garoppolo being the quarterback now because Trey Lance is hurt. You hear me complaining about that yes. all the time. Borderline bashing, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, hear <laughs> I hear the complaining. <laughs> it's, it, it's just like I'm so tired of seeing Jimmy Garoppolo play for the 49ers. Like, I understand that we've won with him, and I understand that he's not like an awful quarterback. He's just not a very good great one like i would have him at like 23 or 24 out of 32 starting quarterbacks that's where i would put him and as i said on one of my other podcasts like as long as he's our quarterback now that trey lance is hurt i'm gonna support him because him playing well means us winning so like i gotta tone it back on the i don't want to call it hate because it's not really hate but i i gotta tone it back a little bit yeah it's just borderline bashing that's all it's just borderline bashing now that being said I don't care what happens this year. Um, even uh, if Jimmy and the team go to the Super Bowl and we win the Super Bowl this year, I don't care. He's not starting next year. Trey, Lan- This is Trey Lance's team next year once she's healthy because ultimately Trey Lance is an upgrade over Jimmy. No matter what anybody says, ultimately, long-term, he's going to be an upgrade over Jimmy, and that's just how it is. So sorry, guys, if you like Jimmy. Trey's number one starting next year. So yeah, I got that off my shoulders. I got that off my back and I'm 
I'm calm now. I'm calm. I'm ready for the game. I'm ready to trash talk Ryan because he's a Panthers fan. Uh, and Ryan is my sister's uh, husband, by the way. Husband. So Jacob, husband. So Jacob, are you going to join in on some trash talk with Ryan just for the sake of it? Or are you going to kind of stay back? Um, I'm more of a stay back kind of person. But we'll, we'll see what happens, you know. I might get in the heat in the moment with some uh, liquor courage. That liquor courage is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to me. Oh yeah, I I don't know if I've ever like been around you in person with you drunk. Like I believe I've talked to you over the phone while drunk, but I don't think I've ever like been around you. So this is going to be an interesting weekend. Um, some plans didn't go through the way they were supposed to, but it's going to be fun and we're going to have a good time. And uh, yeah, the last thing I want to talk about total is just the the future of this podcast and where we're planning on taking it. Now, Jacob, this is your first episode on here. I hope you've enjoyed your time, and I hope that we have you back a lot more, if that's something you're interested in. Yeah, I'm down. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I think that's where we're going to kind of get towards the end of this episode. Um, Not much left to talk about, Jacob, unless you can think of something. Yeah, just one second. Hold on. Um, are are we supposed to be doing a review of the Werewolf by Night teaser? Yeah, so I I'd put that in the notes just because I wanted to like mention it, and I think we kind of did. But essentially, I do want to let you guys know um, we are for sure going to be making a review of Werewolf by Night. That'll be coming in the next day or two. So keep an eye out for that. Usually, our podcasts only come out on Fridays. But this one will be out on Friday, and then we'll probably have another one out Saturday or Sunday or something that is the review of Werewolf by Night. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so um, I don't know if you guys noticed. I want to kind of just mention this because I'm happy about it. Hopefully, on all fronts, the audio today is significantly better than it's been in the last two episodes. I got a new mic. I'm no longer recording through just my computer anymore. So hopefully you guys can hear the difference and it uh, works out for the best because I want to give you guys the best content I possibly can. Jacob, really how does. do I sound on your end? You sound pretty cool, pretty clear. You know, you sound good, good. Yeah, yeah. That's perfect. But yeah, before I start rambling, we're going to end that here. Jacob, thank you so much for coming on today. I appreciate you doing this with me. For sure, for sure. All right, guys, thank you for checking out the episode. Make sure to follow us on our social medias. Jacob, what was your Instagram? It's Avery three two three zero IFY. Avery three two three zero IFY. All right, so you can follow him there, uh, and you can follow me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Niner Logan. I'm in, I'm there on all fronts. So yeah, hopefully I'll have some social media for the podcast out too that you guys can follow. But that'll come as the show progresses. Thank you guys so much again. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I'll see you next week. See you.